Hey, this is Dave from Superior Speak, and you're listening to the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. Broadcasting very fast and very dangerous from the planet Malastare, you are listening to So Wizards. You're thinking, you're people gonna die? The only podcast to make the Kessel Run in under 12 parsecs. There'll be no one to stop us this time. What's going on, everybody? It is time for episode number 303 of the So Wizard Podcast. I'm your host, Joey DiCarlo. My co-hosts are the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. Repping the 303. (laughs) (laughs) And the expert, Mr. Marquis, Marcellus Reagans. Fuck Batman. That's a little shout out for Ruby Rose. She said, fuck Batman. (laughs) You are listening to So Is Your Podcast, where three friends discuss the world of nerd podcasting weekly on the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. This week, we've got a little bit of news to talk about, and then we've got a full review of the new movie from Josh Trank and Tom Hardy, Capone. But before we get into all that, how is everyone doing? Mark Ellis Regans, how the hell are you? I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm doing a lot of podcasting this week. I was really looking forward to having some time off, but yet... Here I am again. So, uh, well, here I am. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'll be really good when, uh, when I can get some of my other work done. <laughs> That's never going to happen. <laughs> How about you, Aubrey? How are you? I'm uh, living the dream one day at a time. That is not, mm-hmm. that does not sound very dreamlike. Yeah, it's, 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 <laughs> that's depressing. <laughs> Yep, living that Corona life. God, I'm I'm boring. I don't do much <laughs> except play Animal Crossing and watch really crappy movies. <laughs> Spoiler! Spoiler! <laughs> yeah, and how are you doing, Joey? Well, in the immortal words of Al Capone. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm fine. Uh, this is an update from last week. I, I realized after listening back to last week that I really kind of like glossed over that and probably should put out an update. But yeah, I don't have coronavirus. Yes. <laughs> um, I'm fine. Thank you for your uh, comments and uh, emails. Uh, I'm fine. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, work's been really annoying the last couple of days and I'm really tired and I've been watching a lot of movies and TV shows and um, yeah, just uh I'm, I'm, you know, every month for our Patreon, I do my own little thing, which is uh, me talking about stuff that I watch that we're not going to do on the show. Uh, mostly it's to give our $1 tier Patreon's value. And also it's helping me learn how to edit. But this month, like I knew the things I wanted to watch, but they weren't released until later in the month. So now much like Mark Ellis, I'm up against it where I need to get this finished and done because I, I wanted to watch the series premiere of Snowpiercer and the series premiere of Stargirl. So those are the two things I watched for this month, but they both didn't come out until late last week. So <sighs> the crunch is real right now, but that's all. That's all I've been doing. Just watching TV and working. So it's not that exciting. At least I don't have coronavirus. So I guess that's a positive. <laughs> that's, that is a good thing, believe it or not, in this day and age. And I managed to get 
some more uh, pasta sides at Family Dollar today. So. <laughs> I've been looking for them in every store I go to. Yeah. I really feel like the people at the Family Dollar near our house like really were like just like fuck the customers and fuck with you when they set up the arrows on the floor. <laughs> Or, or, you know, it's just the fact that it's family dollar, but like the arrows don't make any sense. So like you go up one part of the aisle and the next thing you know, you're like supposed to go down the other part. Like it's just confusing. You get like trapped in the middle of the store. You can't go anywhere. It's awful. I just give up and just walk over the fuck I want. <laughs> so you're the guy. You're the guy that everyone's like, guy. oh, yes. Yes, I am the guy. But enough about us. Let's talk about us. Mark Ellis. Why don't you tell the listeners where they can find more so wizard podcast all right so everybody can go to so wizardpodcast.com where you will find new episodes every week uh, you'll find movie reviews at some point from me yours truly uh, you find netflix amazon and hulu streaming picks from our buddy the awesome adam wallyhawk you'll also find our merchandise there so you can purchase some of our so wizard t-shirts and sweatshirts look good while you're representing the show uh, another great way to support our show is by doing your Amazon shopping through the link that we keep right on the website. I know everybody's home. Everybody's ordering from Amazon. Might as well you go to our website and use the Amazon logo. And that way you get your products and you get to help out our tiny little show. Uh, you can also find our social media links there. We have Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So definitely get at us. Uh, you can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star review while you're there. Uh, you can also find us on the Stitcher Radio app for your tablet or smartphone. We're on Podbean. Google Play Music, iHeartRadio, Pandora. We have a Patreon page, patreon.com backslash so wizard podcast, where you can donate and uh, support the show, uh, get bonus content from everyone here. Uh, we also have a YouTube page, videos going up. Uh, Adam Wallyhawk is killing it on that scene. Shout out to all of our fellow podcasters in the Geek World All Stars Podcasting Network. Back to you, Joey. I like the view. You do? Yes. You're my best view. Me. <laughs> Joey, can you explain to the people exactly oh. what that is? Uh, it's a clip from 90 Day Fiance. Um, <laughs> one of the people on the show, Big Ed, is this like short, like stout guy who also doesn't have a neck for some reason. Um, and he's dating a girl from the Philippines who's like half his age. And she clearly doesn't like him yep <laughs> and but like unlike a lot of the other couples on the show she's not really putting in the effort to like pretend that she likes him <laughs> <laughs> so it, it, it's 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 quite amusing and that that's him trying to be romantic with her and her not um really caring too much she's <laughs> like eh i actually read a whole article about their relationship and how she like put him in his place and was like, you lied to me a million times pretty much when she <laughs> broke up with him and he cried about it. Like he didn't know that that was coming. There's also a, it's an, another clip where he, <laughs> it's super awkward too. Cause he's like really gross, but like he bought her um, like lingerie and stuff. Of course. <laughs> and he's giving it to her and it's like super awkward. Like it's physically, it feels painful. You're like, like curling up in a ball, like watching it. <laughs> And then he, but he also bought her toothpaste and mouthwash because she has bad breath. <laughs> it's so bad. I love it. It's one of my favorite TV shows. It's, it's getting up there with Dance Moms for me. So, yeah, yeah I'll never watch it. But uh, thanks for thanks for explaining that to me because I definitely wanted to know what it was. 
Yes. All right. Well, I'm sure everyone else will now. You know, my recommendation for the week is watch 90 Day Fiance. So. <laughs> All right. Let's get into it. We've got news this week. This is a rare occurrence in coronavirus land. So let's uh, let's check it out. Yo, pump it up. It's time for the news. Yo, we getting ready to bring you the news, boy. All right, so this week in Nerdy News, something kind of unbelievable happened. Uh, after years and years of, I guess, fans, you can call them, uh, have been demanding that Warner Brothers release the Snyder Cut. Uh, Warner Brothers have decided uh, as part of their new launch for the HBO Max streaming service that they're doing that's coming out uh, as we record. This is coming out in a couple of days. They are going to actually pour money into the Justice League movie that Zack Snyder was filming. Uh, They're going to, quote unquote, release the Snyder Cut. I know a lot of fanboys thought that there was already a cut that was available that was sitting on a shelf somewhere. uh, But that isn't the case. Uh, It looks like. Warner Brothers is going to be throwing about 30 to $40 million to get the effects done, add some new dialogue, and uh, I don't know, I guess give the fans what they want. I have mixed feelings about this, but uh, I wanted to know what you guys thought of it. Let's start with Aubrey. What do you think of Zack Snyder's Justice League finally coming out for people to enjoy? I think it's going to be a Justice League movie that I'm not going to hate. Wow. Wow. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I I actually saw it. So I'm friends with his sister on Facebook because uh, we used to work together and, and we're really good friends. And so she had posted it and I said, we've been talking about this on the <laughs> podcast for at least like three years. And um, she said it's going to be totally different. So I'm really excited to see what he's going to come out with. I do know when I've talked to him personally that his intent is not to stray from the actual originality of the comic book. So I know that his, his direction is in the right place. His intent is not to change much. So I'm excited knowing who he is as a person to see um, what his intent was coming out with it. And I have really high expectations for what he's actually going to put out there. So you will be one of the first people to sign up for HBO Max when this comes out. Is that correct? Um, <laughs> the <fire stick laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm. I think I have HBO actually from when I had Game of Thrones, and I've been too lazy to, <laughs> to actually unsubscribe. <laughs> so I may still have it. If I don't, then I then I have Fire Stick, but I may get it just to sh- just to show support to him mm-hmm. um but we'll see we'll see what happens okay all right uh joey what about you man how do you feel about the snyder cut being a reality Meh. <laughs> <laughs> um no no like uh wow now i feel like bad if i'm gonna say anything bad because it's like this is aubrey's friend but like um <laughs> uh well all right 300 is in my top 10 movies of all time so just getting that out of the way. I'm not, I, and I, Dawn of the Dead is good. Um, as much as people hate Sucker Punch, the action sequences are fantastic. Uh, so, you know, I'm not like some person that just hates on Zack Snyder to hate on him. I just, I didn't like Man of Steel. I didn't like Batman versus Superman. Obviously, I didn't like Justice League. But I even remember when we reviewed Justice League, like, one of the things that we had all kind of said about it was, yeah, this sucks. But it would have been nice to at least see Zack Snyder get 
his version of it out. So you have, you know what I mean? Like it was his thing. So is it, it's still going to probably be terrible, but it'll at least be his terrible. (laughs) For lack of a better term. I don't, I don't really know how to, how to like put it in words. You know what I mean? At least we can hold him accountable for it as opposed to being like, okay, this is a shitty movie because it started off with one person and then ended with another. Right. And it'll have some legitimacy to shit. (laughs) <laughs> I've read a lot of the changes online that are going to be made. Uh, I, I think people need to temper expectations a little bit. They're not going back and reshooting the entire movie. They're probably not even going to do pickups with like the original actors or, or anything. There's pretty much like some visual effects they are going to finish and, so, and maybe some new ADR of stuff. But it, it's pretty much stuff that was already shot that they're putting back into the movie and taking out a lot of the stuff Joss Whedon's shot. So, uh, I mean, it's not going to be a brand new movie, but it'll be... You know, if is it going to be better? Well, I mean, we'll see. At the end of the day, it's like at least there'll be a, a through line from Man of Steel, the Batman versus Superman, to Justice League, and it all makes sense. You might not like what it what it is. Like for me, I'm probably not going to like it. I'll be honest with you up front. Probably not going to like it, but at least it'll be something that's coherent instead of these two movies that then kind of roll into whatever the fuck that mess was. So. Uh, that's cool. And I mean, it, it's interesting that like fans were able to harass and and, <laughs> and abuse people uh, through social media to get what they want. So that's always that's always interesting. Yeah, I was going to say that sets a really bad precedence for these fanboys that demand something that they think the studios owe them. And yeah, you know, I know Joss Whedon filmed a lot for the Justice League movie, but I don't think he filmed like 50 percent of the movie or even. 30% of the movie. You know what I mean? Like when we get the the Snyder cut, it's probably going to be a lot of the stuff that we've already seen just, you know, played out a little bit differently. So people are expecting like this this whole big thing but but then again, you know, this could be an opportunity for Zack Snyder to look at the script and go, "Oh, you know what fans would really like is if we did this." And then kind of change it and no one would be the wiser. You know what I mean? Like no one would really know. So I don't know. I, I, this is a very interesting predicament. Um, I'm not going to get HBO Max to watch it, I don't think. Uh, maybe if I see like a trailer, maybe it appealed to me as a different movie. But I I didn't have that big of a problem with Justice League. Um, it wasn't a great movie, but it was entertaining enough. And I will, you know, I'll hold complete judgment until I, I uh, take a look at the trailer. But, you know, if we're going to get the Snyder Cut, if we can rally and get the Snyder cut what's next we are it, it's it's definitely shown that fanboys have uh that we have the power you know we changed Sonic we got the Snyder cut release what else do we want what what else do you guys well, want? the two things that well the one thing that I think will probably get the biggest groundswell is going to be the original Star Wars trilogy release uh, that would seem to be the only other to me the only other big thing big thing that would like make a, a difference you know yeah. what I mean like Maybe next summer or something, Disney Plus is going to have that, and that would be a huge thing. Like other things that seem to be lining up for what people are going to start protesting for is the uh, David Ayer cut of Suicide Squad. <laughs> no one's going to want that. <laughs> and, uh, uh, dude, it's starting to build momentum on oh, on Twitter, and Warner Brothers even responded and was just like, "Guys, one thing at a time, please." <laughs> Uh, but the thing about that is it actually exists. It like they made two versions of the movie and screened them both. So that, that exists. It's out there. It's not even, 
probably going to wouldn't even require as much work as Justice League. And the other one that's starting to pick up uh, steam is people want uh, Colin Trevorrow's <laughs> script for uh, episode nine. Yep. To either, either all right, so full like whack job like tinfoil hat people want them to go back and refilm the entire movie oh, from this script like with all the live action actors <laughs> there's other people that want them to go in and do it as an animated movie yep so that those are the two that i see online like gathering momentum but really to me the only thing that would have the same kind of impact would be those original uh, star wars trilogy re-releases so and rose out of a paper bag <laughs> and potatoes back. Just CG her in her dress from like the premiere. And- <laughs> Get her out of it. It's like you're 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 dressed pretty fancy. Rolls for this uh, space battle. That's all right. The fans wanted it. She looks into the camera and winks. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm- man, they did her dirt. I'm telling you, man, they did her dirty. She <laughs> looks like fucking SpongeBob SquarePants in the movie. <laughs> And then you see her in like real life and she's cute. Yeah. What the fuck? What do they do to you? <laughs> Maybe it's in Daisy Ridley's contract. They can't have any other cute girls in the galaxy. I don't know. Carrie, Carrie Russell is looking pretty good with that. Even with the helmet on. <laughs> if you're into that type of thing. That's right. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I don't, you know, a, a Disney animated feature of a Star Wars Colin Trevorrow story. Actually, no, I take that back. That won't work because his story is very dark and... And um, I don't know. It's very fanboyish. It's not. It doesn't. The story doesn't lend itself to be animated. But uh, you know, it's a nice idea. His story and concepts like weren't perfect. Like it needed work, obviously. But I, I like a lot of the stuff they did in it. You know, it I more than I like what they filmed. I'll put it that way. But I'm certainly not gonna jump on Twitter and start harassing people that work for Lucasfilm for the next four four years over it. But. Mm-hmm. I think episode nine has pretty much kind of uh, dismissed any like love for Star Wars. I doubt very much that there's enough people that want the original Star Wars back that's going to like cause a ruckus to Disney. You know what I mean? I don't think there's enough. I'm definitely there's enough people like that, but I don't think there's enough people that are going to harass other people online to get the Star Wars, the original Star Wars back. Yeah, I think um, the Mandalorian and the final season of Clone Wars being so good has kind of blunted some of the like anger as well. So, oh, really? Yeah. All right. So I know uh, how you feel about episode nine. So <laughs> we'll, we'll we will see what will happen. Um, the the one thing I'm, I am interested in with the Snyder Cut is how so they're going to spend thirty to forty million dollars to make this new movie or miniseries or whatever. How are they going to recoup their money? You know what I mean? Like, it's not like they can release a DVD and or, you know, put it on digital and have people buy it. Getting it through the streaming service, I'm not sure if they're going to be able to to determine that it's a success or it's a failure other than uh, the chatter, other than the online chatter. Well, it was their first big PR coup for uh, HBO Max. I don't really see any other content they had that was driving uh, conversation or excitement, especially at a $15 a month price point. So Jesus, that's, that's how much it is. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was, an, it was a good idea. Good luck yeah. to you. <laughs> all right. So, uh, all right. So, yeah. So that's it for the Snyder Cut. Uh, and the next thing is we got a trailer for a new movie coming out on Netflix called The Old Guard. It stars Charlize Theron. 
and uh, some other people who I wasn't really too familiar with, but they are kind of mercenaries who uh, work for a secret government who can't be killed. Uh, they can get hurt, they can feel pain, but when they die, they come back. And it's a story about them recruiting a new person to see if she can join the team. Uh, it looks very interesting. I know it's based on a comic book. And I heard the story from uh, like a while ago. I see in the trailer, I'm like, yeah, this looks awesome because uh, Charlize is just dope. So uh, I think the, the trailer looks awesome. I can't wait to see it. Uh, I'm definitely looking forward to watching that for the show. What did you guys think of The Old Guard? Uh, let's go back to Joey. Oh, um, well, you know, <laughs> as a member of a current events movie review and news podcast, I am during coronavirus, I am very excited whenever anything even remotely interesting that is streaming gets announced. <laughs> um, it keeps us with uh, things to talk about. So that's that part's good. And, uh, you know, the trailer looked cool. I mean, it looked a lot of cool action, a pretty decent premise. Uh, it, there's not much to really talk about about it. I mean, it just was a lot of cool action scenes. I, I hopefully it'd be better than Atomic Blonde. <laughs> Wasn't the biggest fan of that. Um, it has its moments. It has its moments. Yeah, that's about it. <laughs> moments. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, I'm excited. Uh, it looks cool. I never read the comic, but uh, Greg Rucka wrote it. So, and he usually has some really great work. I know his, uh, his other graphic novel, Lazarus, is supposed to be getting made into a movie or a TV show at some point, and that's kick-ass as well. So uh, I'm excited. Uh, I cannot wait to watch it for the show, I, especially after Extraction was really good, and now this. Like, Hopefully Netflix is just going to keep pumping out some badass action movies. So. Mm-hmm. All right. Aubrey, what about you? What did you think of this trailer? Um, my concern is that they're zombies, and mm-hmm. I am super over zombie movies <laughs> and shows. So, I mean, it, it it looked good, but if the premise is that they're zombies, I'm going to be instantly disconnected from it because I'm, I'm super over that idea. Aww. It's been overdone about a million times over. So I really, I just don't care. But if there is some other reason why they continue to regenerate like that, then then cool. But... I haven't read the the graphic novel, so I'm not entirely sure why they keep regenerating. So I don't know. I guess I guess we'll see. I'll watch the first episode because it did look really cool. But if if they're zombies, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> or they're vampires over it. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. I'm thinking they're more like vampires, probably. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, we'll we'll see. We have some time. Uh, if you guys want to check out the the graphic novel, the show, the show, the movie doesn't come out until July 10th. So there's some time. There's some time to pick it up at your local comic book shop if you need to. Um, one thing that I am excited for is it's directed by Gina Price Blythewood, who was set to do the. I was very excited for her to do the. Um, uh, there, oh God, it was the Spider-Man universe characters. Uh, Black Cat and Silver Sable. Thank you. Yes, that one. The one with the two females. Yeah, she was going to be directing that one, and then that fell apart. So I'm glad to see her get some work. I like her. Um, yeah, and that's so that's it. That's pretty much it for the news. Awesome. We're going to take a quick break, and then we'll be right back for our review of Tom Hardy is Cabone. Can you imagine a world immune to all forms of cancer? Ladies and gentlemen, The time has come for our fourth annual live stream for the cure. And this year, we need your help more than ever. 
Please join us May 27th through May 31st for 48 hours of live content from guests and podcasts around the world. We'll be aiming for our most ambitious goal to date as we try to raise $10,000 for the Cancer Research Institute. Please visit www.livestreamforthecure.com for more information on this year's event and how you can be a part of it. Together, we can make a difference. And we are back. All right, guys. We had our chance to watch Tom Hardy as Capone. So, you know, just to kind of go into why we decided to watch this, obviously. Uh, Aubrey, how do you feel about Tom Hardy? Not necessarily in this movie, but just overall as a person. He is uh, the love of my life. (laughs) We're destined to be together. We're soulmates. He just doesn't. He's not aware yet. Once you get access to his house, a windowless van and some rope, <laughs> he'll be all in on it. <laughs> exactly. He'll he'll see me and he'll be like, yes, this is what I've been waiting for my entire life. Who cares about my model wife? <laughs> Only you. And uh, this was also directed, uh, edited, and written by Josh Trank, the director of Chronicle and Fanforstic. Our favorite director. Right, right, right. So uh, the abysmal fan uh, if you remember, God, how long ago was that, Mark? Five years ago? Uh, when the movie came out? Yeah. Yeah, probably. I don't, it's, all, it's all kind of a blur. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, we had actually been talking about internet rumors about that on the podcast, and then we got a letter from 20th Century Fox threatening to sue us, so that was great. Um, so we have some history with Josh Trank. And uh, yeah, so I'm like, all right, you know, Tom Hardy, Josh Trank, we, we got to watch this movie. We got to do it. Came out on demand a few weeks ago, and now it's up in the rotation. So uh, here we go. We'll go non-spoiler to start, and then we'll jump into spoilers and let you know what we thought about Capone. So, uh, Mark Ellis, what did you think of Tom Hardy is Josh Trank's Capone? Uh, I have a lot of thoughts on this, but I, I will say that, uh, number one, I am disappointed that they they changed the title of the movie to Capone instead of Fonzo. I think Fonzo worked better for this particular movie. I I was disappointed. I'm not going to lie. I was rooting for Josh Trank because I really want him to do good. Um, but I was disappointed in this movie. All right. How about you, Aubrey? Um, this movie took me twice as long as the actual <laughs> screen time to watch because it was that painful. Wow, jeez. I also think that if it was called Fonzo, it would have been a little bit better because having it called Capone is a little bit misleading. And then I also read that it's it's not even based on his life. So what is what is the point of this movie? Right. It's completely fiction. And Joey, what did you think of it? <laughs> so that so that so you liked it is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> So it it completely captured your imagination. Okay, okay, keep going. <laughs> no, no, fuck this movie. This movie made me envious of the blind. <laughs> There's no way to really talk about this without getting into spoilers, but uh, don't watch this movie. <laughs> Markel, let's play the sound drop and let's talk about Capone. Spoiler alert. I had seen the future and I had to prevent it. All right, uh, we'll go into what we liked to start. Um, Aubrey, was there anything that you liked about this movie? Um, I I like 
uh, Linda <laughs> Linda Cardell Cardellini. How do you spell it? How do you say your last name? Cardellini. Yeah, I like her. And uh, shit, what's his name? The um the friend who ended up dying, but they never actually showed his face. Matt Dillon. Yes, I like Matt Dillon. I don't even like Tom Hardy in this movie, but <laughs> I like those two. Um, and that was about it because the rest of the movie was terrible. Okay. Uh, Marcellus, anything you liked about the movie? Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, the structure of this movie doesn't work, but the kind of quote unquote dream sequences that were inside of it, I thought were really cool. Uh, there's a, there's a scene of him with a solid gold Tommy gun shooting up a bunch of people with a carrot in his mouth like he's Bugs Bunny in a old like 30s cartoon which I thought was amazing um and I really liked uh I really liked that it was in focus that 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 part I, I was really impressed by cuz uh <laughs> cuz everything else I'm like ah come on dude come on uh and I like the setting I like the house the house that that uh Al Capone lived in I thought the house was pretty dope but um yeah there there isn't there isn't a lot here to like, like, like. Um, it's just it, it fails, unfortunately. At least it did to me. <sighs> <laughs> uh, this movie's a piece of shit. Uh, there's like next to nothing to like about it, except uh, I'll agree with Aubrey that when I saw uh, Linda Cardellini was in this, and all I could think of was "You still got it." <laughs> She'll always be Velma to me. Dude, I was just about to say that. <laughs> yeah, she's still smoking hot. So good for her. Um, but other than that, there's not a single goddamn thing I liked about this movie. Oh, it ended. That part was good. <laughs> there there was one really cool. Well, right. There was one scene that I it, it was just, it was a stupid scene, but uh, I enjoyed the cameos in it when um, the FBI agent decides that he's going to interview interview Compole, uh just to, to try to get a, a a sense of where he hid this money the whole premise of this movie is some at some point al capone hid 10 million dollars somewhere and everybody wants to find it but he's in the last year of his life and he's crazy he's losing his mind so everything he says is kind of everything he says it does you can't really can't really take it for truth but everyone wants to get their hands on this money. And there's a scene where the FBI agent finally convinces his boss that he's going to sit down, talk to Capone, and try and see if he can figure out where this money is. And Capone is sitting there with his lawyer. And I'm looking at the lawyer. I'm like, I know where do I know this guy from? I know this guy from somewhere. And it's Neil Brennan from, uh, if you ever watched the Chappelle show, he was one of the creators of the Chappelle show. And when you ever see Dave Chappelle with a little skinny white dude, that's Neil Brennan. So I saw him like, hey, good for him. He's getting some work. And then the other guy, the other agent that was with him, I'm like, I know, I know this guy from somewhere too. Where, who, do, where do I know this guy from? It's Josh Trank. He pulled the Shyamalan, and put himself in his own movie. No dialogue, good for him. But uh, should have put himself in a dumpster. <laughs> but I saw him like, hey, Josh Trank. So that scene, I kind of, I kind of per perked up a little bit. And then uh, Al Capone shit himself, and then I was out again. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then we got to talk about what we didn't like. So Aubrey, what didn't you like about this movie? So 
I don't know what the point of this movie was because there's no truth to the story behind it. So honestly, why make an Al Capone movie if you're not going to reflect what actually happened in his life? It it would be like making a fictional story on Freddie Mercury. Like, why? What's the point? Nobody cares about that. They want to see, like, what actually happened in his life. And so they show the final days of Al Capone and... It's all exaggerated stories about him succumbing to dementia and, and neurosyphilis and everything. And there's no truth to what he is actually going through. So while I was watching this, I was looking up the history of Al Capone. And it more ruined this movie for me <laughs> than just watching it. Because... I didn't understand why this movie was even made. The script made no sense. There was no basis for it. It it didn't line up with anything. And it was a garbage script to begin with. If there was some truth to, to what was going on, and if he really did go through these things and had these these instances where he was envisioning, you know, shooting up all of his help and and everything that he had been flashbacking to like okay i can accept that i won't hate the script as much as i do but there was no truth to that script whatsoever and so that really frustrated me and made me hate it even more and then (laughs) i read this article that said that um there's no actual uh, voice evidence to what al capone sounds like and Tom Hardy had based his voice on Bugs Bunny. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I don't know if that's true or not, but it definitely aligned with the truth because that was horrendous. He had no uh, substantial dialogue. He had <laughs> he just had nothing to him except for moans and groans and it it just he just did a (laughs) he just did an awful job and i hate saying that but he did he did a really bad job and i don't know if that's because of the script or because of the direction i don't know why he continues to do josh trank movies because they're just bad and i i don't even know how josh trank became a director because I feel like I could be a better director than he wow. is at this point. <laughs> Send me a letter about that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Marcellus. Let us have it. <laughs> Take that dress off. Take that fucking dress off now. Just in case you wanted to know what Tom Hardy actually sounded like. Um, he... Sounds dreamy. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'll watch that movie any day. Um, there is no real story here. There's a bunch of ideas. And I think if they had honed in on one of the stories, it would have made more sense. Like, you, you, I wanted to think it was a ghost story because there's a part of him like walking around a house and he's not quite sure what's going on and he hears voices. And there's a part where he catches a FBI agent in his shower in a, uh, when a power goes out in the house and he doesn't really do anything because he, I guess he thinks it, it's in his mind. 
but maybe the FBI agent was really there. It's hard to say. They don't really anchor the story at all, unfortunately. Um, and that's the part that really sucks because it could be if it was about the FBI agent who wanted to get the $10 million, that would be, it would, that would be a good story. If it was about him kind of looking back on his life uh, and kind of realizing the mistakes that he made or, you know, coming to some kind of uh, uh, realization that he, that he, uh, that he really fucked up and he really wanted to do good. That's another movie, but he doesn't do that at all. If it was about his long lost son who spends the entire movie just calling for some reason, if it was about him trying to find his father and finding out that his, his father, this guy Fonzo is actually Al Capone. Like that's a whole nother story, but there's all of these different threads and none of them make sense at all. None of them work as a movie. Uh, and that's really disappointing because Tom Hardy is game. Tom Hardy is like, make me bald, make me ugly. I'll drool. I'll piss myself. I'll shit myself. I'll do whatever you want. Josh Trank. And he does it in a really horrible movie. So, um, yeah, there's a lot of stuff that, that does not work. Actually, the whole movie doesn't work, but the little pieces that you hope would work, none of those work either. So it's a huge disappointment. Guys, I think this is the worst movie that we have watched in almost 60 years of this podcast. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I think that's pushing it. I, I feel I feel like it is. You know what? There's You know what? Uh, going back to a previous topic from a few uh, minutes ago, you know, Batman versus Superman, I famously gave a negative 1 million out of five on the show. But you know what? Here we are five years later or so, and we're still talking about it. And there's memes from it. And you know what? It's it's a piece of shit movie, but at least like it has something there for it. You know, you can laugh at it or what. There's nothing to this movie. This movie sucks balls. Uh, Tom Hardy in bad prosthetic makeup, sitting in a chair going for uh, two hours. That's this movie. I wished like halfway through the movie, like he has that meeting with the FBI and then he just like shits himself. And then the scene's over. Yep. I I was like halfway this movie, like, man, if I could just shit myself right now and the movie (laughs) would be over, I'd be happy. Fuck this movie is so bad. And like, like you said, Mark, like, like, like there was no story to it. Like I thought like it, it took forever to even get going anywhere. And then I'm like, oh, cause they start talking about he hid $10 million. I'm like, OK, well, then maybe that's what's going to be about. Nope. Um, and, and that's kind of an interesting concept, almost like there's $10 million hidden somewhere in this plot of land. And the only person who knows where it is has dementia and everybody else is trying to draw it out of them where it is. Like, OK, that's an interesting idea, but mm-hmm. they don't do anything with it. Um you know, or we're just going to watch him descend into madness. Okay, well, that might not be so much fun to watch, but it could be a basis for something good. Um, nope, no, we're not going to do that either. Mostly um, just a, literally the whole movie is like him like sitting in a chair grunting for the whole movie. Like, that's it. That's the whole movie. I don't, I don't, what is this? Like, why does this exist? <laughs> I can think of a better reason to spend your $20 million than make this movie. How did this cost twenty million dollars? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I, it's got to be fifteen it was million. Just the house. Mm-hmm. It's got to be at least fifteen million for the house. The house is nice. Yeah, more like fifteen million for Tom Hardy. <laughs> <laughs> and they just filmed it at Josh Trank's house. <laughs> you right. got to divide that by three. It's like five million for Tom Hardy, five million for Linda Carnadelli, and five million for Matt Dillon. Then the rest was everybody else. Josh Trank worked for free. 
He's going to be working for about a uh, minimum wage at fucking Popeye's after this shit. So. <laughs> Fuck that guy. God, this movie has pissed, pissed me off. It was so boring. It felt like it was 12 hours long. And even as the movie's like wrapping up, I'm still like tapping the thing to see how much time is left. And it's like five minutes. I'm like, oh, God, only five minutes. And then I'll tap it again. Oh, God, there's still like four minutes and 38 seconds. <laughs> like, I, oh, God. I just never felt like it was going to end. I just feel like there would have been a better movie had there been some story and truth to the story. Because the story, like you said, is a million different threads and none of them are true. Like nobody knows if Al Capone did stash that money and nobody knows where it is. So we got that. But if you're going to follow that story, follow that story. Instead, they're going to like a million different other branches and they're not even true. Yep, exactly. He didn't even shoot an alligator. He didn't, you know, he, nobody, he didn't chew all of his help at his house. None of that happened. So why are we watching that? Well, if you're going to at least make stuff up, then make up stuff that's interesting. <laughs> yeah. Maybe like aliens landed or something and want the money. I don't know. <laughs> like if you're going to go nuts, go nuts. But like, I just... Man, it, it's hard to really verbalize it. Like, you know, I'm I'm saying this is the worst movie I've ever seen, but and it doesn't I'm not like ranting about specific things in the movie. It's just the whole movie is just a slog. It's just a mm-hmm. slog to sit through. And it's it's so all over the place. There's not really a coherent plot to latch on to. There aren't any characters that you care about to like follow their story through the movie. It, it's literally everyone's awful. Tom Hardy is sitting in a chair grunting and shitting himself. He shits himself twice in the movie. Do we need to see it twice? Like, And then he pisses himself at least yeah. once. Like, did we need to see that, like, even once? No. Did we need to see it twice? <laughs> Definitely not. So, You know, when I saw that it was, uh, you know, written and directed by Josh Trank, I'm like, oh, that's cool. Then I saw it edited by Josh Trank, and I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> There's no, no one here to stop him. Uh, yeah. Where's he- the sound drop for, oh, no. <laughs> Oh no! Yeah, so once I saw that he was editing, I'm like, man, that's 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 too bad. But maybe maybe I have heard of other filmmakers that edit their own stuff. So maybe it won't be too bad. And as I'm watching it, I'm like, oh god. This is just these scenes are going on way too long and they don't really make sense. There's one sequence where he's following a kid with a gold balloon and he like follows him down into the basement of his house and Louis Armstrong is there. And it's the 20s, and he gets pulled on stage, and then he follows him outside. And I'm like, what is the point of this scene? Eventually, we're going to get to the end of the scene, and it's going to be about something. Nope. It's not about anything. Not about anything. And two things about that scene were wrong, too, because Louis Armstrong didn't come out with that song for 20, almost 30 more years, first of all. So that song didn't even exist at that time. And then on top of that, a lot of people have claimed to be Al Capone's illegitimate children, and none of them have panned out. So he doesn't even have an illegitimate child that that piece of the story is based on. No, you know what happened was uh, some somebody was like, this kid was like, oh, shit, I'm in Capone. And he like grabbed a balloon and started running around in the sewers being like, can Pennywise like kill me or something? <laughs> Get me out of this movie. Yeah, this movie is a piece of shit. I'm really angry about this movie. <laughs> Fuck this movie. 
as horrendous as Al Capone was, he didn't have any illegitimate children that panned out. That storyline to me doesn't make sense at all. None of the storylines made sense at all. But that one in particular really infuriates me because it's a huge part of the movie. That kid keeps calling his house repeatedly. For what reason? I don't I, I don't understand. Yeah, I Maybe think- you want to talk to Linda Cardinelli. <laughs> but he doesn't even talk to her. I do. Be like, hello, ma'am. Does the Velma outfit still fit? Is that that's still available? Yeah. What was so? Was Kevin Dillon, right? Matt Dillon. Matt Dillon. Sorry, Matt Dillon was not real. Right. Technically, he wasn't real, but they shot a scene of him banging some chick as if he was a real character. Was he? Then how did they get on the boat? <laughs> Your guess is as good as mine, dude. I well, thought because they they clearly like show that like he like Capone can't you know he's not going to get in the car, drive to the lake, get the boat out, take the boat out into the lake, get all the fishing set up. Like he was practically an invalid. Yep. Like so so how did that actually happen? Was it in his mind? But like the movie's not good enough to like do anything other than have you go. Why the fuck is did that happen? Like. Yeah, because they show his guy killing the Matt Dillon character in the basement during that, that 1920s weird dream sequence. So I would assume that that's part of Capone's past that he's feeling bad about, that he killed a guy. I, I don't know. It doesn't make sense. So who took him fishing? Did he go? He probably didn't even go fishing. Then why'd they shoot a scene with him going fishing? <laughs> <laughs> why did they shoot a scene of him banging some chick that clearly wasn't his wife? That you can see the camera pans and you see pictures of him, his wife, and his two daughters. And then they showed a reflection of him banging some chick. And I'm thinking, oh, at some point they're going to show his wife or they're going to show that that's his secretary or they're going to show something. Nope. Nothing. Ah. <laughs> Hi, my name is Josh Train. Can I take $20 million and flush it down the toilet? Sure. Here you go. Have fun. It's where it's buried where it's wet. <laughs> <laughs> That scene didn't even happen in real life. Thank God. <laughs> oh, God, fuck this movie. So, all right, let's uh, let's get a score. Aubrey, zero to five. Five being the best, zero being the worst. What do you think of Capone? I'm going to give it a one for oh. Linda Carnadelli and Matt Dillon. All right, uh, Marcellus. Uh, I'm also going to give it a one for the scene of him munching on a carrot and shooting a Tommy a, a solid gold Tommy gun straight out of a Bugs Bunny Warner Brothers cartoon all right well I'm gonna give this a zero out of five uh, I will maintain this is the worst movie we have watched in almost six years of podcasting and there's no doubt in my mind unless something insane happens <laughs> for the rest of the year that this is the worst movie of the year there's there's no way that anything we watch is going to be worse than this this year now I get it. Wait, hold on. I still think Dino King was pretty bad. Uh, I, I like Dino King better than this. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Those are some strong words. <laughs> yeah, I think Dino King was better than this. Because at least Dino King was funny and you're just you were just like, what the fuck is my watching? But like in a funny way, whereas this you're like, what the fuck am I watching? And it's like physically painful. And you're just like, oh, Christ, how much longer do I have? And you tap the screen and it's, it's only 15 minutes have gone by. And you're like, oh, God. 
I thought for an sure. 45 minutes. <laughs> I thought for sure I was going to watch it all. Like I, hearing you guys talk about it, I'm like, I'm, I'm for sure going to make this whole movie. I'm going to watch this whole movie from beginning to end in one shot. Because it wasn't like super long. I'm like, yeah, I can do this. Easily halfway through, I'm just knocked out. Totally knocked out. Let, like it just did not hold my attention. Let us know that I was the first one to finish it. <laughs> yep, that's true. I'm gonna be real, you guys. I almost didn't finish it. There was definitely some because I finished it today as we record this, and I, I gotta tell you, there were there were moments for the last like day. I started watching it on Friday, and I tapped it, and then I started watching it. Again. I had to finish it so we could record it, and, and I was like. I don't have, you know, I don't have to finish watching this. You know, I kept telling my, like, you have like an angel and a devil on your shoulder. And like, like one was like, yeah, you don't have to finish watching this. You know, you know, fuck this movie. You don't have to watch it. Like this movie sucks. Don't waste your time. Blah, blah, blah. Like, no, no, no. Cause I like pride myself on not tapping out on movies. So, you know, if I, if I can make it through cats, I can make it through this. You know? Yeah. You can't call this the worst movie of the year if you don't watch it to the very end. So you, right. you owe it to yourself to do that. Right. 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 So that's, uh, that's plus that's you fucking... can't be shown up by me who never finishes anything. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, it's, to this day at least, only from Justin to Kelly remains as the one movie I couldn't make it all the way through. But I still have the DVD, so there's still hope someday. <laughs> all right, so that's a one from Aubrey, a one from Mark, and a zero for me. So a grand total of two. <laughs> <laughs> Great. So that's Capone with Tom Hardy by Josh Trank. Let's wrap it up before we tap it up and get some recommendations and send you on your way. Aubrey, what do you got for the listeners out there? Um, I recommend everybody watch Parasite because we are reviewing it on our Patreon. Don't give it away for free, though, like what you thought of it. So. Yeah, I won't. I promise you guys it's better than <laughs> booking Capone <laughs> at least. <laughs> it's hard to be worse. Right, right, right. Awesome. All right, Marcellus, how about you? Uh, yeah, I want to recommend if you want to see a good Al Capone movie, watch The Untouchables, uh, directed by Brian De Palma, starring Kevin Costner and Robert De Niro as Al Capone. It's one of my all-time favorite movies. It's the, one of the only movies that I can say is 99% perfect. 99.9% perfect. An Italian person actually playing an Italian person. <laughs> Yep, so that, that's my recommendation. Untouchables. It's, it's a classic. Oh, boy. All right. Well, I will recommend that you go to SoWizardPodcast.com where you can find the podcast every week. Links to all our social media accounts on the right-hand side of the page. Movie reviews, streaming picks, so much more. SoWizardPodcast.com. Don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, just about anywhere under the sun where you get podcasts. We will be there. Check out our YouTube channel. Go to YouTube. Search SoWizardPodcast. You'll find free, exclusive content on there. Adam just uploaded an unboxing of his new Baby Yoda doll. And uh, there's some... uh, Trailer reactions, Star Wars talk, lots of cool stuff on there. So that's on YouTube. Check out our Patreon page, patreon.com backslash so is your podcast. Get extra exclusive episodes of the show when you monetarily support us on Patreon. As Aubrey said, this month we have our exclusive review of Parasite. Uh, there's also monthly me talking about different things. As I said at the top of the show, I'll be talking about Snowpiercer and Stargirl. And uh, yeah, my recommendation is going to be if you have the DC Universe app or uh, television <laughs> – <laughs> watch uh, Stargirl on the CW. I don't want to give it away for free either, but uh, I wouldn't be telling you to watch it if I didn't like it. So, and that it was shockingly good. So check it out. And then next week, 
what are we watching next week, guys? Somebody tell me. I don't even know anymore. Uh, we're we're rewatching Capone again, right? <laughs> <laughs> we're we're changing the format of the show. It's now called the Capone Minute. <laughs> One episode per minute of the movie. <laughs> uh, we are. <laughs> Uh, next week we are doing the love bird episode one (laughs) 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 episode two al capone shits himself (laughs) (laughs) sorry yes we are doing uh the now was coming to theaters but now direct to netflix uh comedy movie the newlyweds so check that out then come back and see us next week but this is called it's called the lovebirds the lovebirds sorry is it i thought it was newlyweds I'm Maybe looking. they changed the name like they did with Capone. <laughs> it's Fonzo. I'm looking at your yeah. notes. It says Lovebirds. All right, whatever. Well, there's a fucking movie on Netflix that was a comedy. That was what we're watching. So deal with it. It's about some people that are in love. All right. They might be birds. <laughs> they might not. It might be crocodiles. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> Director Josh Trank presents. <laughs> it's buried where it's wet, guys. Um so, yeah, that's going to do it. Episode 303 of the So Is Your Podcast. I've been your host, Joey DiCarlo. My co-host, the queen of all dream sequences, Aubrey Litchfield. <laughs> the expert, Mr. Marquis Marcellus Reagan. Was oh, that Capone shitting himself again? Damn it. <laughs> uh, everybody have a good week, Wakanda forever. Oh, boy, it can only go up from here. We'll see you guys next week. Good journey.